Welcome to Beyond the Parent, the podcast for Christians seeking clarity for parenting in a confusing world. I'm Jeremy Autry. And I'm Chuck Mead. And today we're going to be talking about agreeing to disagree because we all parent our kids differently. And you probably at one point in your life have had your kids come up to you and you've given them a rule or you said, we're not going to do that. And they've said, but Billy's parents said they could do it or Billy's parents let them do this, this, this. Uh, Jeremy, I'm sure that's never happened to you with your kids. It happens all the time. All of my friends' kid, all of my kids' friends are named Billy. <laughs> and when they come to me with that, when they say, Billy's parents let Billy do this, then I just say, well, Billy's parents are idiots. And that's not what He's I'm just right. kidding. He's no, just kidding. just joking. If your son is named Billy, I was really only joking. I don't know anyone named Billy. <clears throat> um, so what we say is, Billy's parents are not your parents, and Billy is not my son. We... We have um, rules for our family, and you have to follow those. So we trust that God is sovereign. We trust that he is wise. We trust that he is all-knowing, and he put these kids in my house, not Billy's house. Yeah. So that's how we work that out. And so we may think, how do I decide what lines to draw for my kids? So you think think about this. There's far-reaching Um, examples, we could say, like, what time do I let my kids go to bed? Do I let my kids have a phone? When should I give them one? Should my kids have a TV in their room? Will I let them ride in the car with the teenage driver? Um, What should I allow them to listen to or watch? Should I let my teen date? And if so, when? Do I make them get a job before they graduate? What kind of college should I let them attend? All these things that the Bible is not explicitly clear on. So how do we decide? Well, Um, First of all, don't discount the Bible. Mm -hmm. We don't turn to the Bible to find, necessarily to find clear, explicit rules on television use because Mm -hmm. obviously television doesn't, didn't exist when the Bible was being written. But we do turn to the Bible to learn, there's a word. Principles. Principles. Thanks, Pastor Mm -hmm. Chuck. To learn these principles and then we figure out how to apply them to the world that we live in today. So first of all, the Bible is our authority. You're not the authority. A book written by another Christian is not the authority. Your pastors are not the authority. God's word is the authority. So uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 says this, All scripture scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's our desire as parents, to be complete, mature in God, equipped to be good parents. That's our our desire for our kids to know God's Word and have that applied to their life so they'll be equipped to live the life God has for them. Yeah, so as we have, we go, scriptures are basis for everything. So as as we uh, move ahead in the next coming weeks and months, and we're going to bring up things that the Bible is very clear about, and there's no room for disagreement other than disagreeing with God himself. But when it comes to that, and Scripture isn't explicitly clear, we go to God's Word. We also have the Holy Spirit promised as our guide. In John 14, 26, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit, the Helper. He says, that whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I've said to you. So the Holy Spirit is our guide, helping us as we're 
truly, honestly seeking God's guidance for what guidelines, what rules, what what things we have in place in our home to guide our parenting, to guide our children, He will guide us. We don't let just one person, one human's words, dictate every decision we make. Yeah, there is value in having a multitude of counselors. You also have uh, your own brain and logic and personality that God gave you on purpose. And there's a place in making parenting decisions informed by other people and using your own common sense. But that comes under God's Word and the Holy Spirit. Those are our authority because that's God Himself. It's lazy parenting that says, I don't have time to read God's Word and understand what He teaches. I don't have time to pray about this and to be led by the Holy Spirit. I will just find a book. I will just ask another Christian. I will just use my own common sense and figure this out on my own. Mm. That's lazy parenting. I remember um, a time when my oldest son, Dylan, was probably four, and we went to uh, a camp meeting, Pastor Chuck. What's a camp meeting? Um, for those of you... It's like who, a meeting about summer camp no, for your has, kids? Uh, that's what happens if your students in if your kids in the student ministry you're going to have a lot of camp meetings. Uh, camp meeting is worship services that happen outdoors for some reason. I think they're always in the summer and it's always 150 degrees. There's wood shavings on the floor. The one we were at, there's wood shavings on the ground. There's these pews outside, and you're sitting on hard wooden pews. But it's great. I'm making it sound torturous. Uh, It's pretty great. Preaching is always high energy there. The music was great. It was a lot of... uh, It was fun, and and it was a worshipful experience, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't four. So for an energetic four-year-old to be sitting on this pew in the heat, outside, with a swing set behind him, but I'm telling him, sit here and listen, and he was... He was not being quiet. He was not being still. He was being a four-year-old kid. And I remember all the stories that I'd heard from these older people in our church that told me what they would have done with their kids or from adults who told me what their parents did Mm -hmm. when they acted up in church. And so uh, Dylan is talking. He's he's, uh, being what I thought was disruptive in this service. And so I reached over and got the the skin on the back of his upper arm and pinched it. Ugh. He's four years old, and I'm trying to get him to be quiet in a worship service. So I pinched him in the most tender part, or one of the most tender parts of his arm. But instead of suddenly getting very quiet, Dylan screams out in the worship service, Hey, why did you pinch me? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody turns and looks at me, and I look like this. Uh, abusive father. Obviously, I knew Dylan. I should have known this isn't going to work. This is not going to um, cause him to be quiet. The opposite is going to happen. I knew that. My common sense knew that. But in this moment of desperation, I'm searching for how do I handle this situation, and I'm falling back on this human counsel that I had received that might have been great counsel for another kid and another parent and another universe, but it was not um, the best thing for that moment. Yeah. So there's going to be things that may work for some parents and may not work for others. And we're going to have to realize that. And as we move in our upcoming episodes, and as we talk about things that are not 
as explicitly clear in scripture, we are going to be bringing different parents on the podcast to interview because I do feel that we can learn from other parents. And Jeremy, I love, like Katie and I love sitting down, especially parents, we really feel like, man, we're seeing God do this amazing thing in your family. How are you raising your kids? What are you doing? Uh, We like to get ideas, and I think we can learn things from other Christian parents. But that what they, how they are applying scripture, how they are um, leading their kids may not be exactly the way we would do it. And so you're going to hear parents give their um, perspective that we are going to ask them for. And there may be some great things, some nuggets of truth, some some things that you want to take and apply to your parenting in your home. But there may be other things that you disagree with. And what this podcast is about, this episode in particular, is that it's okay. But biblical guidelines must be established for your family. That's where we've got to start. Personal holiness is important. Mm -hmm. It's not okay for us to say, hey, I'm a Christian. I'll just live life the way I want to now. I'm safe. Hey, my kid made a profession of faith in second grade. They're saved. We'll just go about our Mm -hmm. lives now. Um, The Bible gives us some clear instructions on how to live our lives, doing things God, God's way is important for a Christian. First uh, Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 13, says this, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Yes. So, I mean, and this is something our pastor preached on recently um, on a Wednesday night, is that we can't just use the excuse and justify, hey, you're just going to parent your kids differently, and we're just going to agree to agree, agree to disagree on matters of holiness when it comes to that. But how we take that, how we take the be holy as I am holy is going to look different for different people. So, How do you decide what boundaries your family is going to follow? It's not, like Jeremy mentioned earlier, it's not following someone else's man-made rules without thinking through how does this line up with Scripture? How does this line up with holiness? But your boundaries ultimately come from your relationship with God and your understanding of God's Word. This is what it flows out of. Yeah, so laziness is is, um, the enemy of that. If I'm not staying close to God, if I'm not studying His Word, then how am I going to know how to parent out of a relationship with God Mm. and an understanding of His Word? Mm. And sometimes we think laziness is just, you just have a completely hands-off approach, hands-off the driving, uh, the steering wheel, whatever, I'm just going to let my kids do whatever they want. And we sometimes we think that is only what we think about when it comes to laziness in our parenting. But really, we can be actively putting rules and regulations and guidelines in place, but do it out of laziness because we're just trying to carbon copy the way someone else, maybe the way our parents raised us. And we're just doing a carbon copy without seeking the Lord, without stopping and examining, God, is this the way you you are guiding me to lead my kids? And um, that is the other side of the danger of laziness. It's even a carbon copy from how you parented your other children. Mm. You know, there's different things that have to be handled or things that need to be handled in a different way between 
different siblings, different yes. children that you have. They are different individuals with different personalities, different needs. Every situation, um, even with the same kid, requires wisdom, requires, requires being filled with the Holy Spirit. You're not capable of handling that on your own. And how you handle that yesterday versus how you handle it today mm. um, in different situations, different circumstances, different needs that your kid has, you've got to be present in all of that and aware. And um, let me pause and say, I'm talking, we're talking like, hey, you got to do this as if we have nailed this. Um, Never. (laughs) I feel like I almost never have nailed this. I might have slid across um, perfect parenting, spirit-filled, wise parenting once or twice in the 20 years that I've been a parent now. Mm. Um, So don't let us uh, sound like the experts on this, but we are telling you what God's Word says about how this should be done. Yes, we are learning and growing, and this is something that uh, Jeremy and I both are challenged in in our parenting, and it's so easy to compare ourselves to other parents, and and some of that is done just out of like, and that really just flows into our next point. We've got to understand that parent people are going to apply Scripture differently, and that comes under this um, umbrella of just, first of all, just acknowledging everyone is if everyone is following Jesus, they're following his word, and they're wanting to truly honor God with the way they're raising their children, that doesn't mean it's always going to look exactly the way we would parent. And so that doesn't mean we get to twist scripture from its intended meaning to make it say what we want it to say. And we take, and you're going to see in this podcast, just like our church, we take a conservative approach to interpreting Scripture. We take it literally as the complete and errant inspired Word of God. So if the Bible says something it's true, it's true. If the Bible says it's wrong, it's wrong. Um, and just think about how that, but then Jeremy, how does that begin to apply? How does it look then to apply Scripture differently, even though we take a conservative, solid approach to interpreting Scripture? So we have to follow Scripture. We have to teach our kids what Scripture says. I can't allow my kid to go shoplifting and say, hey, it's fine for you to do that. You're, you're a Christian, and you don't have to worry about following God's rules anymore. The Bible is clear. Stealing is wrong, and I have to tell my kid not to steal. But what comes in to, um, to this conversation is once my kid has broken this rule, how I handle that, how I instruct him is going to look different than how Chuck handles that same situation. I have a 15-year-old son. If he gets caught shoplifting, the way I handle that is going to look very different from how Chuck handles that with his preschool son mm-hmm. son who gets caught taking Yes, something. We have to bring wisdom. We have to bring um, um, being filled with the Spirit into that situation. And and you mentioned that it, a lot of it depends, too, in how people determine differently when, how they discipline their kids. That's up to uh, them knowing their specific kid, and we don't see the whole picture. We don't see, we don't know their kid better than they do, and sometimes we think, oh, I see their kid, you know, we see what they post online, or we see them a couple times a week, and we want to speak our, our opinion is of that, but we don't know what's happening in their home throughout the week. Exactly. So two thoughts that flow out of that. First of all, you got to know your kid. You have to have a relationship with your kids so that you know what's going on, what they're struggling with, what their strengths and weaknesses are, what their personality is, what kind of discipline they respond to, what kind of discipline they don't respond to. That's your job. And then secondly, we have 
no right to judge what any other parent is doing because you have no clue what's going on in their home, what their kid is going through, um, and how God has gifted that parent in ways that are different from how God's gifted you. So you you don't have the right, the authority, the opportunity to judge these other Christians and how they're parenting. Yeah, and uh, this is not a Baptist history podcast, but I mean, this really flows onto what we believe as being Baptist. One of the distinctives is that we believe in individual soul liberty, and that means everyone ultimately is going to answer to God. And they, under the direction of the Holy Spirit, have the liberty to choose Christ, choose to follow his word. But also what comes under that, we don't have a pope. We don't have a leader that says this is exactly how scripture must be applied to you you directly. We believe we have one mediator between God and man, that is Jesus, and Jesus guides us. We run to him for our direction. So that means people through that liberty in Christ, are going to be looking to God's word, and they're going to be applying scripture differently. So there's going to be some, and uh, judgment, you mentioned not judging somebody else in their parenting, Jeremy. So there's one view of judging people who are, do not draw the line as strict, I don't know if strict, if strict is the right word, as you, and there's the mindset of judging people Oh man, I can't believe their kid they let their kids do that. Yeah. But then there's the other view. Like we may view people who are more maybe draw the line more strict from us and it's easy for that same parent to have a judgmental spirit and think, "Man, why why are they so so like strict on these matters?" And so judge a judgmental spirit can go both ways. Any thoughts on that? It also can go, "Oh, this parent is not doing it as well as me." And then I can look and say, hey, this parent, they got it so together, and uh, why am I not doing as well as them? So sometimes that judgment is um, a quality of parenting, and we're we're judging ourselves as better or worse than those other parents. Um, So there's a real danger all the way around, and that's, that's why Scripture says if we judge ourselves by ourselves, then we're foolish. We look at God's Word, we attempt to follow the Holy Spirit, we have a relationship with God, and we parent out of that, out of the personality and the, the intellect that he's given us Yeah. in light of the kids that he's placed in our home. Yeah, it's so hard. Pride creeps in my heart so often, and I it's not just with parenting, but in so many areas of the way we apply scripture, and it's so easy for us to get filled with pride and just look down on people for where they, where they apply scripture. Um, on either end, and we've got to just look and ask ask the Lord to fill us with grace, and really just sometimes I just have to pray and ask God, God, just help me to mind my own business, where there's things that I don't need to speak into because your word is not cl- explicitly clear on that. But God has given us the responsibility to raise our children to disciple them. He did not give us the responsibility to raise anyone else's children, but our own. I think um, we would be remiss if we didn't point out there are going to be times that you have the opportunity and maybe even the responsibility to speak truth into the life of another parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but that needs to be something you take very seriously yeah. and that you are even doubly sure that you're filled with the Spirit and that this is a God moment and that uh, you're being led to do that. Pastor Chuck and I, based on our profession, find ourselves in those situations 
sometimes. And I, um, I want to be very careful to make sure I'm spirit-filled and have the biblical knowledge that I need stepping into that situation. So as you have other Christians around you who love you and who you love and who trust you and who you trust, there's going to be moments. Um, and sometimes they may be uncomfortable moments where you find yourself with the opportunity, maybe even the responsibility of speaking truth. But that needs to be a moment that you're very careful with and that you're very prayed up on. Yes. And and when Jesus talks about and he says, before you confront someone in their sin and remove the speck out of their eye, get the big old log out of your own eye, he says that. But then he, he goes on to say, you who are spiritual, he says, get the log out of your own eye. And then you who are spiritual, he says, to restore, to speak that truth. So Jesus does. That's one of the functions of the church is speaking truth. But he makes it very, very clear. Examine yourself before you find yourself in that position. And, um, and hey, we will try our best on this podcast when Scripture is not explicitly clear that we give and we give a disclaimer and we say this is our um, opinion or this is from our perspective where we would apply the Scripture. And we will try to define that clearly. I'll, but I, I'll be honest, I, there are going to be times we may not give that disclaimer for everything. Just know, as we chart into some of these very controversial subjects where parents can agree to disagree, we wanted to start off with this basis, um, that we are going to agree to disagree on different handlings of matters that are not clear in Scripture, and that is okay. Yeah, but the truth is, Scripture is very trustworthy. I'm completely trustworthy, and there's really, when we look at the scope of Scripture, there's really very few of these things that Christians have a hard time agreeing on the interpretation of a text. So we're not going to find a ton of things that the whole world is fighting over and nobody knows what this means. Those things aren't in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be some things that there's different views on. We'll try to address that. Then there's going to be a myriad of different ways of applying these truths to parenting. And we'll try to to bring in, and we together will discuss some of those things, but never take those as dogmatic. These are the only way to apply these truths in your family. Even if we forget to remind you of that in a a future episode, just remember, if we say, hey, my kids have to be in bed at 730, that doesn't mean you don't love Jesus if your kids aren't in bed at 730. Mm -hmm. I'm just joking. No altar has ever been in bed at 730. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. We're going to be getting into some other subjects here in the next few weeks. Remember, parenting, it's beyond us, but in Christ, we have all that we need for this journey. Thanks, guys. See you next week.